0: Lapidat, I want to give a quick shout out to our partners, the strength guys in this app that we have. It can be found at positionsofpower.programs with an S.app. And the strength guys who coach people like Taylor Atwood, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. Uh, they've had several world champions, several national champions, and uh, I mean, a laundry list of records. National records, world records have been broken, etc. But they have an app with their elite level programming available, video tutorials. Uh, I mean, the whole nine, it's one stop shop once you're in here. There's a Discord where they're doing video review of your lifts um, to get all your lifts analyzed. So you get elite level programming and coaching. For 29.99 US a month. Positions of power dot programs dot app. Go there and get yourself started. Okay. My man, we got the biggest bench presser of all time, Julius Maddox. It has been a a solid minute, my friend. We we've yep. done a couple podcasts previously, and um it's cool to see what has happened with you. Holy freaking smokes, Julius. This is crazy. I remember when you first came on um, telling your story, which is an insane story, if anybody's ever heard it, uh, truly inspirational, talking about how you had turned your life around and, um, and found, barbell, found the barbell and started benching. And then from the 600s, and I think the first time we had you on, you're benching in the 600s. And then uh, reposting on King of Lifts, and you were the first, or uh, you were the only current American to be benching over seven at one point, And everyone got yeah. excited and was like, oh, shit. And um, I remember, um, I mean, this is early days, giving you the, the Bencher of the Year Award. And like, you know, this is early days. People are yeah, like.
1: I think it was like 2018. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, yeah, it's almost been four years. And then, yeah, it's
0: since then, 700, like, well past that, man. I remember, yeah. like, well past that. And people were like, um, we we were saying, could you beat Kirill's record? And it was at, like, 733 or 7, like, around 740 range or whatever. And some people like, look, there's a big jump between 700 or 705 and that. And I'm like, fair, but this dude has been flying with the weights. And, uh, man, we are so far past that, dude we are so far past that julie so oh, it's yeah. been a roller coaster
1: absolutely 100% and um
0: i remember back then you were saying i want i want 800 and i truly believe 800 is on the table and um and everybody you know you started making believers even out of doubters you know and you've hit yeah. 782 uh, 355 kilo 800 is 363 kilo and um so we're right there we're we're 8 kilo yeah. away from 800 pounds and yeah. uh and it's been a solid pursuit and obviously you'd be the first man ever um but we should back it up a little bit because we haven't talked in a little bit um so we've took a couple of swings at this thing um so the one that was like got everybody all wound up was last year when they misloaded and everyone was like yes. oh, shit
1: man yeah that was at um that was in south bend in the Right in the middle of COVID, um, we had an event uh, and uh, that was the first 800 pound attempt. And, uh, on, and of course, it was aired on ESPN, yeah. one of the things that, you know, first time it's ever happened. And, uh, you know, the weight ended up getting misloaded and, and I failed the attempt, you know. Uh, but that was, yeah, that was the first first attempt. And
0: in, in like leading into ESPN, which is nuts. And I love that ESPN, the, there's good and bad, like with COVID, COVID shut down so much, but ESPN, a lot of the sports are shut down and they needed content. So they're yeah. like, um, you know, half Thor's, you know, world record deadlift was on your world record bench press was on. So like it opened up the door for a lot of the, like the strength sports for us to jump in there. So that was a crazy, unique opportunity. Um, who came to you with that? Did, or did someone come to you? Did you go to them? How did this unfold?
1: Uh, someone went to them. Uh, of course, uh, I they aired Thor's on, they aired Thor's, but the difference between mine and Thor's, and I, be- I believe, and make sure I check those facts, but we were actually on the main platform. <laughs> so like on TV, like where you could see, You're 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 you're, you know the normal channel of ESPN. Like we were aired on that channel for thirty minutes. Oh my Um, god, dude! I'm uh, Canadian.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It aired actually on the actual platform. It wasn't an online thing, or they just hosted it. No, they were actually on. They actually aired it on the actual ESPN's main platform. Um, So. Uh someone had came to me and was like, Look, it's the opportunity for you to make some money, um, get the most exposure and all this stuff. Um, let's see how big we can make this.
0: Hmm.
1: And a, a friend of mine uh named Steve. Um, and um, you know, Steve was like, Look, let's I got a couple guys with connections with strong men, um, as far as the promoters and things like that. So let's uh let me let me work my magic. And before I knew it you know we had a, a whole production laid out you know um and you know that's the rest is history
0: um so leading into it were you like a, were you excited were you nervous cuz cuz a platform is massive
1: man uh there's a lot of things that go on in my mind and it just depends on the season um but i felt like It was, I felt, I mean, I felt a bit rushed to be all the honest. Mm. Um, I keep putting myself in these predicaments where I'm allowing my influence or the outside influence to kind of persuade me to, I feel compete when I'm not ready. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, it had to happen then because at the end of the day, it's a race. I'm trying to help and get this over with. I got other areas of my life that I want to move on and I can't, it just seems like you know this eight hundred pound bench press has uh, basically it ruled it rule rules my life. You know everything is about bench press. I can't play basketball. I can't do things I love because of the sport. You know, what I mean, because of my goal, which I understand that. And um, so, with that being said, over the past you know few events that I've had. I just felt like that I've been that I allowed myself to be pressured into doing these events instead of getting away from uh, and instead of getting back to how I used to compete. Typically, I would train until I know that my body's ready. Your body will tell you when it's ready. Mm -hmm. And I would find a meet within three to four weeks from that from that point. But setting these dates and these times and expecting the stars to align, say it's a perfect day. It just seems like I can't, I can't orchestrate it. You know what I mean. I can't get it down to how I want. Whether the the, whether the times or the dates had to change, or um, I had a setback as far as an injury. It just seems like there's always something that is a fact. This factoring factored in that we didn't that we didn't factor in in the beginning. You know. So um, to answer your question, I know I kind of went on, but to answer your you know, question, I, I feel at that point in time. Yes, but who who really knows in the back of their mind are they really ready? You know what I mean? Like, I could prepare all day, but it's, again, to perform on one single day that you pick and say, look, the stars got aligned line this day. I got to be optimal on this day. Can, can it be possible? Yes, but it's very rare.
0: Especially if the date isn't a date you chose looking at a calendar, like, okay, I can peak for this. If it's like... TV opportunity, phenomenal TV opportunity. It's not just for you. It's good for the sport, but you got to be involved other, because it's it's the caveat of you going for 800. That's why yeah. we got the spot. So you're like, fuck, when is it? You know, like, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on this yet. I would have liked more time, but you're like, you know, you got the pressure of the entire sport. Like it'd be lovely to be on this platform, dude. And it's gotta be you. Cause no one else is doing this kind of weight. You're like, fuck let's do it I guess you know it's one of those deals what are you gonna do
1: absolutely I mean and that's kind of been the story even uh you know the last couple the last event that I had uh at Wrigley Field um right. you know that was put on by the Chicago Cubs organization i seen that um you know that was still one of those things that um I just felt like I kind of rushed it you know and and I'm just not and another thing too is something that I've learned over these past years is, you know, I, I believed in the height that I, that I am almost like a superhero that I can't, um, that, that I won't fail, you know, that, that I will always succeed at everything, which that's great, uh, ideal and, and, and mindset to have, but being realistic is, uh, I'm doing things that I shouldn't be doing like traveling before meets, hmm. um, and not being as consistent in training because I'm traveling. So when it comes to traveling and trying to get your workouts in, you're not, you're not, it's not ideal. You're not getting optimal results. For Speaking for me, I can't get optimal results if I'm either driving or flying across the country twice a week. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and I realized that. I realized that because of that event. Cause like the week before, uh, like 10 days before I was up, I flew to New York. I was up there with Larry the week before that I was in Orlando. Um, the week before that, I think I was in Dallas, Texas. Um, I mean, so I'm just all over the place and I had to realize that, you know, I can't perform. I can't be at a hundred percent and, and, and I can't compete at hundred percent and only be putting in 60%, you know, or giving yeah. 60% of my time towards, you know, the, the goal at hand.
0: Well, travel alone um, affects your body, you know, Absolutely. It, it, like one, even if you, even if you never missed anything, which you're going to, but let's say you never missed a workout, just the travel affects your body, let alone missing workouts, et cetera. And you're off your program. So it's uh it's tough. And it's, it, the bigger you get, you know, the more you accomplish, the more people, and it's not just for yourself. Like it's good for the sport all around. Um, so you, you help out by doing things, doing videos with Larry and, and it blows everything up, which is great. Um, and it blows up your platform. So when you hit 800 and you're going to hit it, you know, you your your story now has been told so many times, so many people hit it and so many people celebrate with you that when you start visiting kids and talking to kids, etc it impacts them. Right. But on the flip side, it's like, fuck, I can't, I can't do everything. You know, I can't please everybody.
1: And I'm I'm realizing that like, whenever I travel, you know, it's like, I need at least two or three days just to start feeling normal again. Mm. You know where I live at and, and, you know, we've considered moving. I just, I mean, with COVID and how everything is, it's like, should I take a chance at moving at this time? Just because, you know, it's just, everything's unpredictable, but you know, people don't realize everything that goes into it. Like whenever, anytime I fly out, it's a two hour drive to the airport. Mm-hmm. So you're talking two hour drive to the airport, then you're flying to wherever, then going through the whole motion of where they're getting your rental car. It's just the whole, it's just extra. It's a lot of extra. Then once I return home, whatever, whether I'm on a five hour flight, six hour flight or whatever, not including the layover, you know, that's another, once I land, that's another two and a two, two and a half hour drive home. So like I'm completely exhausted mentally and physically just one trip. So when I do that five or six times a month and I'm in double cities per week, it just, man, it just amplifies everything. But I, you know, the crazy thing about it is, is I perform under these extreme measures. So it's like, I got to get back to my roots and start doing how I used to do because, man, if I could perform at, at, at a certain, you know, level um, with my body already pre-exhausted because of all this stuff, imagine being fully rested and having that mind space to where it's clear and there's no stress in the environment and, Um, just training to, for a single event and just get it done, you know? So, um, that's, what's going to happen. The next time I said this last time I was on this podcast, Mm -hmm. I said, the next time I hit the platform, I'm pretty sure that's what I said on this podcast. The next time I hit the platform, um, I'm going to break 700 pounds. I (laughs) believe that's what I said. Uh, it was either 700 or the American record. It was one of them. Yeah. And sure enough, like the next time I hit the platform, that I, I did what I said I was going to do. So I'm making a statement now. The next time I hit the platform, I don't know when it's going to be, but 800 is going to go up for sure. These are going to be facts. I'm, I'm dotting all my I's and, and crossing all the T's and, and making sure that, you know, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's not just me that's invested. You know, I got my whole family invested. Uh, my kids, you know, that was one of the, that was one of the most upsetting moments I've had in a long time. It's not a bad thing, but after I missed that lift at, at, at Wrigley Field, um, I look over and I see my girls and they're crying. Fuck. And I'm like, and it hit me again. I'm like, you know, they're so invested. When they see dad upset, they immediately get upset. And, but, you know, without trial, without failure, we don't know what success is or looks like. So, I mean, in a, a lesson in itself is I'm going to show them that when you set your mind to something, you put forth the energy and, 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 and apply the dedication needed. Like a lot, I mean, I'm not saying everything, but a lot of stuff in life is, 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 you can accomplish it, you know? So it's just about, you know, uh, again, how you deal with failure and how you move past that. So um, I, that, and that, that just hit me so hard. And I'm like, I'm going to get 800 and I'm going to, uh, show my girls, my little girls, that whatever you set your mind to, it's, it's possible.
0: It's it's far more inspiring when somebody has, you know, stumbles across the way and 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 you know you 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 swing and you miss and then you keep swinging and hit it and everyone sees you along the lines as opposed to somebody hits the scene. And it's nothing but uphill. Like they just keep winning, winning, winning. And then they get their gold and they peace out. Like there's, it's unrelatable when that happens. And anybody who knows your background story of like, you know, you, you've come on the podcast before, but this is years ago. So um, I'll do a quick recap, but you know, you were in, in the prison system and like totally were down the wrong lane. You had friends that have totally were either life in prison or ended up dead or the whole, like it was such a dramatic upbringing. You your daughter came to visit you through the glass. You made that promise to yourself on your knees. Like, this isn't how my fucking story ends, man. Like, this isn't who yeah. I am. This isn't who I am. This isn't, you know, my, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm not a tragedy. I want to be a triumph. I want people not to say my name and be, fuck, Julius could have been some, I want it the other way around. So you're not the guy who's going to stumble and lose heart. You know, th- so it's like, I, I don't worry. When I, when I saw the video, I saw your YouTube video uh, when it's the Cubs. And um, yeah. we all saw the video on, on ESPN, but the, the Cubs. And it was tough because, like, I could see it on your face. And I've been there. Everybody's been there, Julius. We've all felt like that. Fucking letting people down. Letting yourself down is one thing. When you feel like you let other people down, you're stuck on the stage. And everyone's looking at you. And you're like, fuck. And you're like, fucking, it guts you. Because you know what you bring to the table and everything you've been through to get there. But this is only makes the story a lot better when this happens, because it's going to happen.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Give me one second. For some reason, the sound is down, so let me... Uh, yeah, yeah. No worries. Give me one second. I'm sorry. No worries. Hello? Hey. For some reason, I can't... Uh... Oh, no, You're fine. Okay. Yeah, so... I mean, when it comes to, like, everyone around me failing and just seeing that, like, I just felt like it's my job to break the the cycle, you know? Um, and it's just this psych- vicious cycle that me and a lot of people that that um, I grew up with, you know, we're in. And unfortunately, like you said, some people didn't make it out of it. So I feel like if we're going to make not only our communities a better uh, place or the power the the powerlifting community a better sport just in general, uh, man. We have to be the people to stand in the gaps for people that can't stand up and speak for themselves. So um, yes, that's why I continue to push the envelope and keep going. But let's just be honest. You know, I'm 34 years old. I'm 440 pounds. Um, just being realistic. At the end of the day, it's going to come a time where it's going to start working against me.
0: Mm.
1: So it's like I I, I haven't been on a time crunch to get it done in the past years. But now I'm on a time crunch to get it done. Um, I got I have to get this done so I can lose some weight and live the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Um, So I just feel like I'm just stuck. I'm in this weird season. Uh, but I have the shovel to get myself out of the situation I'm in to prevail. And that's, that's kind of, that's kind of my mindset now, because let, let me, let's just be honest after every miss, when you've worked for something for so long and you have this goal. And then even though I don't listen to oftentimes to negativity, but sometimes those comments, sometimes they, they surface, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm um of just people being negative and 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 because it is it's out of stupidity people don't understand the process like a common comment i get is like i mean i mean are you gonna get 800 already like what, what like what, what's taking you so long And i'm like guys you have no idea yes it's, it's 18 pounds but on a on a on a scale like literally a mental scale that 18 pounds feels like a ton You know, um, or else I would have been done it if it was if it was that easy, you know, so
0: all all of humanity hasn't done it. This isn't just you.
1: you They just, you know, people live in this la la land, you know, uh, where, you know, they're just they're just full of it, you know. So but I and again, I tried to let I try not to let those things, you know, um, get to me. But we still have our days where I'm just thinking like, is all this worth it? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? putting my body through the motions Uh, after a heavy, like a crazy bench session, um, like my body is basically beat to a pulp. It's almost like uh, after, after, like today, today wasn't even a flat bench day. It was a second chest accessory day. And today was probably a lot harder than my normal bench days for my chest accessory day, and I didn't even do it. The only bench that I did was uh, dumbbells. I did dumbbell flat, dumbbell bench. And uh, like right now, the way my body feels, I guarantee you most people couldn't, couldn't they wouldn't be able to deal with this, you know? Um, so, but I, I think oftentimes, like, is this worth it? Is this worth putting my body through this? Is this worth putting my family through this? Is this um, worth it, um, you know, in the long, is it gonna be worth it in the long run? you know, which I know it'll pay off, but these are things, let's just put it this way. Every single person that is in some place of power or in position to where they've done something great or still doing something great, at one point in time, they always weighed and looked at the scales and said, is this working? Mm -hmm. You know, many people have wanted, I mean, like kings, uh, uh, whatever the case is, I'm just saying people in high places, oftentimes at some point, I'm sure in the trenches, they've thought about quitting, you know, but that's the difference between the people who are um, just good, average good and the people that are phenomenally great, that are just um, the rare people of the world that have done things that many people are, are, that that nobody in the history of the world has, has done, you know? Um, and that's, that's, you know, that's something that you have to, you have to almost like renew the way you feel or the way you think every single day, because every single day is a grind. You know, it probably would be easier and I can probably make a lot more money than I do now, you know, working for some company or, 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 you know, doing something like that. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, inspiring people and just being a part of the community, I feel still far outweighs, you know, just being a regular, you know, doing the regular lifestyle
0: everybody does a regular lifestyle and you could always do a regular Joe nine to five, but you were doing things that nobody's ever done ever in the world. Period. Like, is that even, you know, since we talked last and you're on the podcast, like you have got the biggest bench press ever period, regardless. Like that, you know, it's, it's, that's a wrap, man. If if, If you decided to walk away at any point, that's already done. You know, yeah. it's um. I mean, like Muhammad Ali said, I hated every minute of training. The monotony, the year after year, Ali fought for twenty years, and he's like, hated it. But I told myself, and 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 rent is due every day. When you have these talks with yourself, like you said, he said, I told myself, don't quit. Just get through today, and then get through tomorrow, and eventually you're gonna be a legend. And he yeah. said, just get through today. Don't worry about tomorrow. It's overwhelming. Just get through today. And then every day he told himself that and then training camp's over and you got the flight, and then you just do your thing. And he's like, and, it adds up.
1: And that's the crazy thing is like most people, they're not invested. In, and, and, again, I'm not downplaying it towards anybody, but I'm saying my whole life is invested in this. So if I was to just – I just feel like I can't. That's, that's the reason why I haven't stopped because I feel like until I get eight hundred, I can't just up and walk away. I, I mean, when I say my whole family's invested, not just my family, but people in my community, people. Now it's not even people in the community; people around the world are invested, and they're mm-hmm. counting on me. They're they're looking at me like, "Look, you're a beacon of hope," and and I see what you've been through, and I'm going through the same thing. And when I see you fight, and I see I see you continue to carry on in the midst of all this madness, and you're doing what you're doing and you're inspiring people, like, that inspires me. And I get these messages, I mean, literally, hundreds of these messages every single day. And I try to respond back to them, but um, it just makes me think, like, uh, just put it this way, a guy called me before I, I, I had a big bench, I don't know which one it was, but he said, just remember, you're not just lifting literal weight off your chest. Like, you're lifting the the burdens and the, 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 the lost hope of people all around the world, and it, and it said a lot to me because people do, um, people are along with the journey, man. They're just as invested as I am, you know. And uh, I feel like if I don't, if I don't, and maybe this could be something made in my head, but I feel like if I don't hit 800 pounds, which I know it's not factual, but if I don't hit 800 pounds, then a part of me is letting them down. You know what I mean? Um, because we're from day one, I said we're in this journey together. So, um, and th- these are things that I, I don't know if they're games or just these ideas in my head that keep me going. You know, one more day, one more week, one more workout. Let's just keep fighting, you know, and, uh, you know, we're just basically laying the foundation for the future, you know, so.
0: I don't think you're playing games in your own head. I've, look, anybody who watches sports know how invested you could be and um, when someone sets a goal, and especially when someone has a background story um, where you, you've, you've literally turned your life around, you were literally had your freedom taken from you, and you were in a cage. And and you you were like, like anybody who's in out there in the world who's like, I want to change things, man. This isn't the way I might want my life to go. And they hear your story of where you were incarcerated, and your daughters visiting you behind glass, and you're like, fuck. Like that tore you up. And you're like, that's not how my daughter sees me, man. I'm not that dude. And for yeah. you to be like, I can turn this around. And when you do, and now you're an inspiration for people around the world, um, 100% people are going to hear this dirt, especially some people going through some shit are going to be yeah. like, I, look at me. I have like a, I'm mean, it's like a good cheesy, but like, I have like a list on my phone of like people that inspire me. And every now and then when I'm like tired or whatever the shit I, look at that list and i'm like let's fucking go you know like you know like let's go man you know like whatever everyone has those people that inspire them when you're a kid or a grown-up it's it's one of the beautiful things about humanity we get inspired by people and um it's not relatable if it's if it's easy and and you have to be transparent like what you get on a podcast and talk transparently be like this is a grind man this yeah. is a fucking grind. And I'm in, I'm in the middle of a grind that's lasted for years. And, yeah. um, and it's not like you've been doing nothing all these years, chasing 800, you've been smack, you've been setting new precedents for what humans can do. And your, yeah. your bench only days, you have over 700 pounds over your chest. You're pressing, you know, repeatedly. It's it's insane. I can only imagine what your body go through because the body is, we never thought the human body would be doing what you're doing right now. Absolutely. Um, have you, have you had a moment to be able to look back and be like, holy shit. Like, because here's the thing. You had the pursuit of that number of 800, but everything wow. underneath you've done has been absolutely mind boggling. And yeah, now you're doing I, all these videos and you're like, I see your inst- YouTube is phenomenal by the way. And you know, like have you been able to appreciate it yet? Or because you're in the middle of still chasing.
1: Man, it's hard. it's hard. It's, it's hard to appreciate when you have that, that that um, mindset of like never settle. Like it it's it's hard and I have to find myself um I, I find myself often like being ungrateful and not, not realizing like I've done all this in like eight years. You know what I mean? Like I've done all this literally in like eight not even eight years. Let's let's just be honest. I didn't start competing until until two thousand like competing in real competitions until like 2014, 2015. So, um, but I've done it all in seven years. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of times I lose sight on, on how the accomplishments that I've made because I'm so focused on the next, the next event, the next event that I can't even appreciate. Um, I can't appreciate the moment. So that's what they'll tell you is stop, Looking for the reward. Stop looking at the reward for your happiness. The reward, the reward is not necessarily the, the happiness that you that you should be seeking. It's the process. Because if you have the process down, you should continue creating those rewards. That's why a lot of times when people get the reward, they're, you know, soon to follow is depression because mm-hmm. it's not all hyped up to what it what it you know what i mean what, what how how hyped up we internally how we do things we act like you know and maybe I'm, I'm wording this wrong or i'm not making any sense but we value the reward so much that when we get the reward it's like huh okay it's over mm-hmm. now what you know what i mean instead of the process the process <laughs> is what created the reward in the first place So if I can get in tune to where I appreciate the process more these days of grind, which I'm getting there, my mindset is starting to change from let's stop focusing so much. And that's what I was talking about as far as allowing outside pressure to push me into doing things, but is to stop looking at the reward and giving the reward so much value. I'm not saying the end result, the reward is, is, is not important, but it's not as important as the process, man. The pro- There's something about the process, and what it takes to get to the reward, um, is where it holds the most value uh, to me. Now, flipping that switch to where I solely appreciate the process more than the than the product or than the reward. I, you know, I, I, I 100
0: cool. know what you mean. Um, Tyson Fury. I don't. I, I don't know if you're a boxing guy, but he uh, obviously a heavyweight champion of the world had an amazing fight with Deontay Wilder. Yeah three of them, uh, all of them are fucking stunning. But, um, he said like, he's literally named after Mike Tyson. He was born when Mike Tyson was the heavyweight champion of the world. His father named him after Mike Tyson, his whole life. He's boxed and it's his destiny to be the world champion. And, um, when he won the world championship from Vladimir Klitschko uh, or yeah, Vladimir Klitschko, um, Tyson Fury was young, rich, famous, And was the heavyweight champion of the world and fulfilled his destiny. And he thought, just like you were saying, like his whole life was, I'm gonna be champ. I'm gonna be champ when I get there to become champ. I'm when I get there when I get there. It's like a destiny heading towards that. And he achieved it. And he was young, rich, famous, and fulfilled his destiny. His whole namesake. And the same thing you just said, when he got there, he realized, woke up the next day and nothing was different. Yeah. Still feel the same, and then the crashing depression that came. He lost his mind. He he gained like three hundred pounds. Became a drug addict. Became suicidal. Became became completely disillusioned. Lost his heavyweight title. Lost everything. Um, almost lost his wife. Uh, like he he wanted to die, and he said, um, he's like because I was just chasing something, thinking when I get this thing it'll fulfill me. But once you get that thing it's when he realized it wasn't getting that thing. Cause that thing wasn't going to change the way I felt the next day. It yeah. became the process. It was my day to day. I had to start respecting. So now, um, and he still deals with like, it doesn't go away. He still deals with like depression and suicidal thoughts or whatever. But he said like, now I train seven days a week, two times a day, even on Sundays and people like take Sundays off. And he's like, the process, my friend, when I'm in the gym, when I'm training now, I love it because I'm distracted. I feel good. I get the angst out. I'm in love with just staying busy. The process. And he's like, it's not about the end I'm winning now, you know, now yeah. I fell in love with the process and not the end goal. It's a uh, difficult for people to imagine because they probably do this themselves, but on a much smaller scale of like Absolutely. guys like
1: you and Tyson Fury. I mean, yeah. I mean, like we did it, you know, we go. We, we we go to work. We get it. We you know. At uh, our younger years, we go to work. We get a paycheck. What do we do on the weekends? Damn. We're partying. Damn. Why? What reason are we partying? You know what I mean. I'm I'm just being being serious. Like, what reason did I have to be to 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 need to feel that desire with with partying? And I, I didn't accomplish anything besides earn a paycheck. You know. So uh, and, and and maybe that's a little different, but. Really, it's, it's really the same because the process of becoming a harder, a better worker or a better employee or a better pl- employer, um, h- how are you growing or putting yourself in a position where you're better than you was the day before? So that's something to prod yourself on just, just as you elevate. The, but but the, for me, um, I feel that once you get to that point to where you appreciate the process, that you appreciate the, you, you will, I'm not going to say, I'll say you will value the result and, and you'll be, you'll be grateful for the result. But until you get to that point to where you appreciate the process and you put the process over the result, uh, man, it's it's, it's going to be dark times. It, it literally is going to be dark times. And, and quite frankly, I, that's the part that I'm talking about, about how do you keep going even when you win? how do you keep going as a champion like i'm i'm a four-time world record holder um broke my own record x amount of times four times um i have everything in life you know family's good everybody's good but you know at the end of the day it's like you the 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 thought process is what's next Mm. you know so um i don't know i just i'm ready to get this i'm ready to get this done So we can see what other feats of strength Julius Maddox has.
0: So let's talk about that then. What are some of the, after the 800 falls, what are some of the things you want to do?
1: Um, I want to, ultimately I want to lose a little bit of weight, but uh, I want to squat about, I'd say have about a 900 pound squat, about a 900 pound deadlift. Just, I'm not saying I'm going to do a full power meet, do it and do those numbers in a meet, but I want to show myself, that I can squat and deadlift 900 pounds.
0: Did TD help inspire some of this? Because holy smokes, is TD turning? Oh, into absolutely. a 3 Oh, absolutely. That's to- my bro. That's yeah. like my
1: little, little big bro, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but for sure, seeing him do it, and I'm like, and he always, TD is one of the most, uh, he is the most, one of the most supportive um, athletes I've ever met. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, whether you are competing together or against, whatever it is, against each other, He's going to support you and motivate you to be the best version of you. And I can't do nothing but respect that, you know? Isn't it crazy
0: how these people that's come into your life that you never knew before come from a different place? And then, um, like, TD's amazing. I've had, I've had him on the podcast. Super positive. Good dude. I just hopped on a call sometimes with him here and there. Like, he's a good, solid yeah. guy to have him oh, in absolutely. your camp. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, and that's one of those things like on the way to your 800, whatever, it's not just about hitting 800, but like along the way, you're going to get introduced to people like TD and yep. meet people and like go smash some weights with your buddy and be like, this is fucking it,
1: man. You know, you're going to look hit back some heavy old- weights, that's where, that's where I go. I'm, I'm thinking about going up uh, this weekend. Anytime I want to hit a heavier set, I'll link up with TD because he's going to bring that energy. And he's, he's always outside of himself. It's about other people, man. And that's what I love about him, man. He's always about others. So, you know, you can't go wrong with that, man. Having <laughs> someone like that in your circle. And when you're older and
0: you look back, you're going to remember those days. When is you oh, and your buddy smashing, smashing weights and whatnot? Um, and, what about, and how did you end up linking up with Larry and, and all the things you've been doing? It seems like things I mean, me and Larry's been up.
1: talking over some time about linking up. We're supposed to be linking up in Dubai after i get this stuff done i'm gonna lift i'm gonna lift these 300 pound uh dumbbells he's got but uh, wow. uh so me and larry linked up uh you know of course we've been talking you know we we talk often throughout throughout the years but it finally came uh where he was back over here in the u.s and uh, we just linked up got some content in and it ended up being really great so i think we're gonna do it again
0: it's great these opportunities. And how are you doing for time, by the way? I know you got you got uh, things going on tonight that you got to. Oh, I'm get to. good. You
1: got a couple more questions.
0: I'm I'm, I'm good to go. We're good. okay. Good, good, man. I just wanted to make sure. Um, like twenty. Are, are you looking? You got to be out of here by twenty more minutes, though, right?
1: I just need to. Uh, let me use the restroom real quick. We can take a sounds five good, minute, man. Five sounds minute break. Good. Me too. Um, I'll use the restroom, and I've I been drinking too. so much water. So <laughs> sounds good, Thank man. You how it goes.
0: Um, I did notice. Uh, we were just talking about, you know, you, you started working with. You've done some things with Larry. It's done Larry. some things with some other people. Um, and in your social media, especially your YouTube, is really blowing
1: up. Yeah. Are you? Uh, do you YouTube's have, blowing up. I think we're. It, it, yeah, we're if spending you going like a time videographer working with you, or? Yeah. So I have a company that runs. I'm to the point to where. <laughs> I actually have a company that runs everything for me. Okay. Uh, explains why I need it, because I'm having some technical difficulties <laughs> right now, I'm trying to get this uh, stand right. It's okay, But um, yeah, just having, uh, having a company that, they operate everything for me, my merchandise, um, videos, contracts, just basically everything. So you just literally just gotta walk you, you
0: wake up, you go to these events, and they just video you training the whole nine, and and that's that.
1: Yeah, to that point, man, I never thought I'd be here, but, yeah, um, I'm to the point where now, you know, I got uh, basically a, a company that operates everything for me where I don't, you know, takes all the thank work, you know, because, like, mo- most people who, are, who have brands that are building a brand, they don't compete. Who competes? That that like runs like a, a pretty decent sized brand, you know. Yeah. So the regular strength brand brings in you know a decent amount of money, enough to where I don't have to, you know, have a full time job anymore, you know. And um, most people don't, you know, most people don't have that opportunity. Is this so MHP? I needed. I needed. I'm sorry. Is this MHP? What, oh no, MHP doesn't do that. MHP is one of my sponsors, but. Uh, MHP, um, I have my own videographer that follows me around. So it's a company that does it for okay. me. So they do everything for, for, like I said, from, um, sales to videos, to recording, to, I mean, whatever, whatever I need, the book of flight, if I need, I have, you know,
0: Holy um, smokes, man, this is everything. a good deal.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely sweet because, uh, most, most people in my position would have to do this all their yeah. you know, or contract out certain people, you know? So yeah, it's pretty sweet. It, it makes, it's made everything go a lot smoother over the past year. And um,
0: I mean, so this has obviously changed this last time we had talked and this is like almost like it's hard for like most power lifters never get to that point
1: where they're like no, a professional power lifter. I can't think of any besides Stephanie Cohen. Yeah. I can't think of any other power lifter that, Maybe uh, Russell. Yeah, but he's got to do his own
0: thing. You know, he's really got to like be doing. A, I think he. I don't know exactly to what extent he's hands on doing it. Um, you know, but he, he's got his uh, own gym and a lot of ventures with it.
1: Yeah, well, I don't have my own gym yet. Uh, but as far because it's just it would just be too much. I, I hats off to him because I don't see how he. I, I don't know if he started started the gym before powerlifting or what but when you're in competitive sports and you're at elite level and you and for my what i've thought because i've already went through the process because i was like yeah i'm just gonna start a gym it's a lot a lot more complicated than 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 what it you know than it seems you know so yeah i kind of put that on the back burner until next summer um and and after i'm done basically competing for you know the 800 pound bench press regardless i'm just and I'm, I'm and i'm not putting limitations on myself but um the time limit is b- before may if i don't if i don't achieve 800 pound bench press before may of 2022 then uh, i'm going a different direction um i got to be around for my kids man i love the sport i love lifting heavy weights but um i want to be around for my family and it is not um ideal for me to stay 440 pounds and doing what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's going to have to come a significant change um, whether I I take some time off for about six eight months and just dedicated to, you know, meal get my meal plan right and and train in that fashion, but I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm refuse to stay 440 445 and try to compete absolutely not, so is it tough
0: to give up um you know, the feeling of being as big and powerful as you are, to like let that go.
1: Uh when I say it, yeah. But when I actually think about it and hear those and hear those words leaving my mouth, uh yeah, I think it would be. But you know what would you know, what would be even tougher is my kids living life without a father. Right. You know, so um that that kind of refutes it or just makes it to where I'm thinking I'm like it outweighs being around and being a father to my kid definitely outweighs, you know, the other of, you know, wanting to be the top dog in bench press, you know. Um, so we'll we'll I mean, we'll see, but I'm giving it till May, hopefully a lot sooner, way sooner than May. But I'm just saying it gives me some lead way, um, have an opportunity to go compete on the stage at, at the Arnold. So we haven't decided what we're going to do with that situation yet. I'm just tired. Like I said, I'm tired of being rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do it on my own time this time. So uh, just common question. We'll, we'll sauce it up a little bit. But uh, another mover that's been lately is uh, we have the big Iranian. We have yeah. Daniel Zamini.
0: Yeah, man. Holy
1: shit. Yeah, yeah What is so- going on over there? yeah man I don't know there's some I, Iranians I just, killing it over there man. man look they're they're coming out of the woodwork yeah and these guys are are monsters you know um and I've been on a few podcasts where they're like do you believe it's real you know do, do you believe the guy actually putting up the weights um but my take is a little different on on, on the situation it, you know of course what I told him. You know, he, he, he reached out and was like, hey, can you let everybody know that what I'm doing is real? Like, that my plates are real, that this is legit. And I had to tell him, like, look, I can't, just because I like you as a person, I can't vouch for you in the powerlifting industry when you haven't done this in a meet. Mm-hmm. You know, getting him to understand that. Like, when I first came on the scene, the waste that I was putting up, people said they were fake. People said, you know, is just something you have to prove to the rest of the world that, uh, that it's valid, that, that, that that's real. What, whatever you're doing. So, uh, but my, by my, by my observation, I believe it's real. I do. And, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm the person that's always saying, look, I want all the smoke. Whoever wants to challenge me, let's go. Even whenever, before I even broke the world record, I was st- not being arrogant, but I was confident in my gift, you know? Yeah. Um, so like I told him, it's kind of a challenge between him, like, look, he's like, I'm coming for you. Like not being smart about it, but saying, like, look, I'm letting you know I'm coming for you. And I appreciate that. You know, like I tell people, it's lonely at the top. You know what I mean? Once you get to this point, you're competing with yourself. There's no one else around. You know what I mean? So continue to try to outdo yourself is tough. Maybe it might light up a- at this point it hasn't lit a fire like I would you would think. Mm -hmm. But maybe if he had got into a meet and he broke the all-time world record, then maybe it might push me to train just a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Um, Though I'm trying to make myself do this on my own without another outside influence, it's still tough, man. It it is still literally tough waking up and choosing uh, to go to war against yourself every single day.
0: I know Daniel trains with – you know, Paymon, who was at the world's strongest man competitions, like he's he trains with not guys. Anymore. Who are...
1: Not anymore. They... Oh, really? Yeah, look it up. They don't train anymore together. They're actually beefing. What? From my no. understanding. No yeah, and maybe, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I'm just saying uh, they're not, they're not on the same page anymore.
0: Oh,
1: wow. Go back and look. When's the last time they've trained together?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I seen Paymon with that other guy who's like a world strongest man who just crushed the dead. I reposted, but
1: maybe you're right, man. Look it up, I'm telling you. So I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't get into the gossip and get into all that. I'm just saying, like it, it shows itself. So I don't know. Like I said, at the end of the day, hit the platform, do your thing, and then let let the world see. You know, I've it's, never been one of them type of – go ahead. Uh, so, I was about to
0: say, has he told you um, if he does plan to do that? Like, did he tell – because you guys are, are talking um, – because you're 100% right. Let's see it on the platform if you're doing this in the gym. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's, got, he's ramping it back up. So, right now, he's he's doing some some volume uh, with heavier weight. So, he's, he's getting back to that point. He's gaining some weight. Uh, but it's very dangerous. Like, when I say – like, I don't know what exactly supplementation he's on but it's drastic change from when he's on and when he's off like it's a crazy crazy I think he went one week where he he got off from benching like 765 and then like two or three weeks later he could barely rep 600 for two reps right maybe maybe three weeks later but you could tell he was off cycle like like yeah. something was going on, you know what I mean? Right,
0: right, right,
1: yeah. So, um, again, I don't like to give too many details of stuff that I don't know about, but um, I support everybody. You know what I mean? I support everybody. So if, if if you can get on the platform you hit it, like, hats off to you, salute, you know? But um, like I told him, I said, I'm not going to stop. So I got to get 800 pounds, regardless. Whether he broke it tomorrow, I'm still putting myself in position to where I'm still going to break, even if I'm not the first person. I'm just saying, just, just saying if something ever happened, it's this is a personal goal of mine, right? So regardless of whatever situation is going on, you know, I said in my mind that I'm gonna bench 800 pounds. Well, I'm gonna bench, I'm gonna bench 800 pounds. So, um, but I, I'm we're projecting, we're projecting January is when projecting next, next, next lift when I'll be ready. So That's we'll ready see over these soon. next. Yeah, that's soon. That's soon. So we'll see how these next four to five weeks go. And uh, if everything lines up and, and Maddox is feeling up for it and feeling ready to go, we're going to find a meet within a week. Uh, and then I'm going to I'm gonna rock and roll. So I'm looking to probably attempt 790 here in the next five weeks, four weeks, to see exactly where we stand. If 790 is a smoke show, that's usually 10, I'm 10 pounds out from whatever weight that I lift, I'm good for it. So we smoke 790. It's on and popping. <laughs> I'm gonna let the world. I'm gonna let the world know about it. I'm not gonna be. Stand, I mean, I'm gonna let everybody know about it. But I'm gonna show up at a meet, and I'm not gonna tell anybody. But they'll know about it afterwards. Everybody. Yo, will know about oh it. shit! I, I'm not doing no events. I'm just gonna show up at a meet. Um, I'm not telling anybody when I'm gonna do it, but. The world will know. Everybody's gonna know. You, everybody will hear it. You know, and it'll be, it's gonna blow up. It's gonna go crazy.
0: Dude, can you um, imagine the poor fucking spotters who are trying to earn their slice of pizza, and Julius Maddox shows up? and They're like, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah, that's usually <laughs> how it goes.
1: I, I mean, like I'm using my mindset is like I'm here to to make sure we get to, we make this happen. But you can see when people, because people always think when they think of me and what I look like. They always, I don't know what it is, but everybody thinks I'm like five seven, and just like 500 pounds fat. You know what I mean? Like, they just think I'm just this big blob until they see me. You know what I mean? Then they're like, I've had people come up and apologize and say, hey, look, I've made fun of you or, or I thought you was this, man. I just want to tell you, like, you're not how you look on TV. I mean, like on, on, on social media. And I'm like, what's that? What's that supposed look, to mean? You look like a monster, dude. What are they talking about? What, what Man, I don't. People just think I'm short. They think I'm really short and just wide, which I am wide, but for some reason I don't know. People think I'm like five eight, five nine. They dude, really think I, I'm, I'm that short.
0: I saw you in that video with um, Larry Wheels where you guys walk out. You're in a scrapyard, and um, yeah, and you dwarf Larry. Like you dwarf. Yeah larry like you look like you will ragdoll him and that's larry fucking wheels like do these people not see that you see that video like my man is stacked he's like a they they just don't don't
1: see it but when you see it in person yeah like and i've had so many wild reactions like when they see me in person like bro i did not realize you was that big and i'm like well what do you think an 800 pound bencher is supposed to look like (laughs) like um I I, I, w- I would say, I, I'm pretty sure, I, I, I measured my arms a couple, about a year ago, and they were like 22 inches. Oh my God. And I wasn't even doing as much bicep volume. Now I've increased it. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, I'm going to measure whenever we get off the phone. I'm pretty sure my my biceps are like 23 and a half inches right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy how much they've grown in the past, just in the past eight months, nine months.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. You show up too; people are gonna lose their minds, and be like, "Oh my god, this is the one!" Like people who just showed up, not expecting you. But I think your plan is one hundred percent right. This time, you go on your time. You did yeah. the you did the events for everyone else, in um, to be a good sport and uh, you know, give people a show. And and I mean, fucking the misload was absolutely gutting of Of all the misloads um, of all the misloads single-handedly
1: the greatest misload in history
0: dude it's a famous misload of all time um that's where if you showed up to like a meet and these people are doing the spotting and loading like holy shit i wasn't expecting this you could be like don't worry. You can't do as bad as the first time we did. Yeah, this, I know, so. right? <laughs> no, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going to have my entourage with me. I'm going to have my entourage with me. Yeah, time. exactly. They're ready so to we'll, count. Yeah. They're going to be ready to go. Ready to count. Ready to go.
0: Yeah. They'll, they'll be managing the the platform, double checking the weights for you.
1: Absolutely.
0: But I think it's 100% a good idea to um, – you know, do this thing on the low key and choose yourself something local, something on your own timeline. If it feels good, if it doesn't, you can push it back a couple of weeks. Just peak it exactly where you want to peak it. There's probably and, and, competitions everywhere.
1: And that's what we've done in the past. You know, we've done it to where, you know, I peaked. Like, like the only – and this is crazy. And, I, and this is the, the craziest thing ever. The only time that I was ever on time when it came to a peak – was earlier this year, 782. I've never peaked out when the timing was right. There's always something that happens. My coach will still verify. People don't even know this because I never talk about it. I don't want to be no excuses. But I've never peaked out for a me where it was perfect timing. Uh, the 782, uh, I was, I was, we were just getting ready to get into the peak phase. And we were like maybe two or three weeks in and out of a like maybe out of like an eight week period of where we're doing peaking. I know my peaking is a little different than than, your, than the average. But um, about out of eight weeks, we we're probably like two weeks in. And um, one of my sponsors called me and was like, hey, uh, are you going to still compete at this event? And I was like, this was a ghost meet. And I was like, I mean, I will, you know, me and Josh are just, a lot of meets we use as like training, heavy training days because we have the spotters there. Um, And we want to get acclimated to the meat environment, especially when I ain't done it in a while. So um, we were. But that's the closest I've ever been to peaking for meat. Never. Every meat that I've done that I've done was um, was literally where uh, I was sick and we took some weeks off and then we just happened to say, all right, I'm going to get into this meat. But it was never it's never been where we peaked right on time to where – and this is what we're going to do this time. Does that make sense what I'm saying? like 100%. It's always been some kind of –
0: go ahead. uh, I was just going to say what people may not realize is like your peaking is different too. Like, A, every time you showed up, like from other people it's unrelatable because for them to peak, they show up and they try to win, but you might not always PR, but you try to win you would literally beat everybody yeah. in the world of all time with what you're doing. Like there is no competition. So what they can't relate to is like, Oh, is this an excuse? No, no, no. Excuse me. Pardon me. I would win every single time I show up there. There literally is nobody in my league to compete with me. That's like the level of training I'm at. My peaking is a standard of doing what's never been done in history. Yeah, And we're talking like, like, like that's what you're talking. where. It's unrelatable to other power lifters when they hear it. They're like, well, I mean, yeah. I peak all the time and I compete. Yeah, you compete to win, but I'll always win against everybody in the history of time. Like, there's nobody. I'm competing against myself with an unrealistic standard that nobody's ever seen. Like, it's yeah. it's just not, you know, I don't know if it translates to everybody when they hear you, but I get it. I know what you mean. No, no, it
1: makes perfect. You've probably worded that better than anybody that I've talked to and, and we've discussed it. Um, It it is, it's a a standard that we're, my standard of peaking is something that no one has ever done before. So the level and the stress on the body and how the body adapts to training to get to that point is totally different than a, than a, than the average person. It's just, even if it's just bench press, I know everybody says that squat deadlift, central nervous system wise, is going to take a lot more out of you than a bench press but again, none of these guys have ever held 800 pounds over their face and pressed it <laughs> off their chest. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I, they say the risk, but I mean, there's times where I've bench pressed and I've done reps and I'm pretty sure I cracked the rib or either cracked the rib or bruised the rib from that amount of heavy weight setting on my chest, you know? Uh, but people don't realize, the, the a lot of people can't comprehend the level of stress that i put my body through period it, so it, it's just
0: and when like 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 we said russell or he earlier russell or he doesn't pr whenever he hits the platform but if he wins a wins a win so the peaking went well you would be winning every single time. There's nobody in the world that yeah. can compete against you. You don't even, people don't even allow you that. Or it's like, do you understand yeah. I'm always winning though? Like, like I have to literally only PR every time where everyone else, they're like, didn't PR, but I won. And that's what it's about. It's There's like There's no point they, in me to compete. Right. Yeah. The expectation that yeah. he was unfair. It's like, I'm not even allowed to just win. I have to PR every time, which yeah. isn't how sports goes, by the way, like yeah. that, no other sport. Usain Bolt didn't PR every time he raced. He would just win sometimes. I mean, that's a, sometimes. Perfect,
1: yeah, man, that's a perfect example. Like uh, you don't go out to, in a basketball game to set out uh, a record, every single basketball, Impossible. game. how many three point three pointers you hit right. or even, even football of how many touchdowns you can score in a game. Like, that's not a realistic expectation, right? But they expect every time for me to hit the platform that I should hit a, basically for everybody that wins, they expect me to hit a PR. Yeah. So the standard of, of, of the average person winning, well, they expect that they hold the same pressure as in, I need to hit a PR. And that's where them comments come from where they're like, are you going to hit 800 already? What happened to that last attempt? Why are you taking so long? Um, you're never going to get it. And I'm just like, okay, bro, go suck your mom's head and finish <laughs> playing your video game. Yeah, it's, You know uh, what I mean? It's just, you know, excuse my language.
0: No, but I, get, I know what you're saying. I mean, it is literally, if you look at, like, Usain Bolt would compete however many times a year and literally might break his own record once every two years, like it's very, the the fine tooling to hit a PR is one thing, but he could compete and win. So it's forgivable for yourself. You're not allowed, you're not not allocated that. So you're like, well, fuck me. You know, I I gotta, it's, it's not the way it works in real life. But I think people who, I think people who are, there's a lot of people who are in the know I think at least, at least those who actually like are into powerlifting, or even just in the sports period in fall of sports, know how breaking records every time is so unrealistic. Um, Absolutely. And just appreciate what this, what you're doing right now, because when it's done and you decide, hey guys, we're all said and done, it's good. Fucking, you're gone, and Daniel better step up because we don't have anyone else close. We have nobody close,
1: man. And that's how I looked at it. It's not like it's me against Daniel, I'm like, there's got to be somebody to carry on the torch. Right. Like, I'm fascinated by us doing something that no other man in the history of the world has ever done. Like, I'm fascinated by it. I'm truly fascinated by it. So whether it's me or somebody else, I'm still fascinated by it. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is about the bench press. You know, when it comes, okay, so what's the common question that people ask when they see somebody with an athletic build or figure? How much do you bench? Yeah. Everybody asks that. So it's just something that is universal that when you talk about working out, everybody knows about the bench press. So for me, I don't know. It's just always been intriguing watching other people. Even before, I would put an example given. In high school, I remember um, watching this guy that just graduated high school. His high school summer, he was bench pressing. The summer after he graduated, he was bench pressing like 405 for a couple reps in the gym. And I remember walking in the gym and seeing him, like, press that weight. And I'm like, that is crazy. <laughs> that is mind-blowing. Like, seeing that much weight on the bar, and he's repping it out. And this kid's, like, 19 years old, you know. And um, it just, I don't know, it's just something that that I was just always, I've always been a fan of, you know. And then finding myself in a position or or seeing other people that can advance. in 405, we're talking about double that like double the weight that I thought was just the, the craziest amount of weight ever to, to see somebody ever lift. And we're talking about doubling it. It just, it blows my mind.
0: Yeah. Do you think, does it at all make you want to stick around if somebody like Daniel emerges? Or are you like, man, I, I can't be on his time. I'm more looking at it like I'll pass the torch to you, but I'm not sticking around for any major showdowns because you came too late and I'm on my timeline.
1: Yeah, I think, I'm, I think we're to that point now. I think we're to the point to where uh, – I'm just saying, like, with my timeline, if it doesn't line up with my timeline of 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 May, then I'm I'm done. I'm done by the by the time I'm 30. So put it this way, I'm done competing at this level. Meaning, man, maybe I could lose 100 pounds and come back 100. Well, it's gonna be more than 100, but I want to come back under under 308 and see how much I can bench press. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but. I just want, it's a, that's a long-term goal for myself is to see if I can drop weight and still be still bench to where I'm, I'm one of the top lifters in a smaller, smaller weight class, you know, mm-hmm. um, or a lighter weight class. But, uh, if, if, if nothing shows itself by May, then bro, I'm out, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm on to I'm on to other things. And it's not like I'm just quitting powerlifting. I'm just. I have to, I have to re, um, I have to re not reinvent myself, but I have to, there's gotta come some, there's gotta be some big changes and challenges come along when it comes to that point, because again, I would rather be here for my kids than to be dead, than to be dead somewhere, um, than to be somewhere dead and my kids don't have a father, but I still have the title of the world's strongest bench presser. You know what I mean? Like,
0: it won't um, mean as much to them. Yeah. Your face is on a t-shirt. Yeah, but It's not, you're not around.
1: It's I'm not around.
0: It's, you know, it's, you're obviously as well, knowing that this is like your last dance, like, like the Michael Jordan documentary where it's like, this is it. So you can appreciate every single training session, every single, what your body's capable of doing right now, all that, just soak it up. And it's like, when you're near the end of something, is when you start, like like everyone's got the job when you left the job and the last week after you gave your notice, you walk in the halls, you're like, fuck, I'm never going to be in here again. And you start saying bye to people. It starts <laughs> well, to set sort of, in. Yeah, it starts to set in, yeah. You're, you're kind of like that. You can almost, everything you said earlier in the podcast, you can almost enjoy now and be like, you know what, it. when I show up, I just, just enjoy this shit, man. It's almost over. This is man, almost over.
1: This is crazy because I've never thought it out this far. Never. So when you say it, I kind of get emotional, and it kind of like when I say it lights the fire underneath my butt. It kind of lights the fire, you know. It kind of gets me like, why am I not? It's not realistic. It's not realistic to say, or 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 realistic to say like, hey, every day I go to the gym, I give one hundred and ten percent. Like that's just nearly impossible. Like Mm -hmm. I I just I used to say that all the time. uh, To be for real, it's toxic. But um, the mindset needs to be 110%, but your output performance, maybe not 110%. But um, you know what? It, 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 I needed to hear. Well, I needed this. I probably needed this conversation more than um, probably the, the audience would want to hear me just ramble on and talk. Um, does that make sense? What I'm saying? 100, like, dude. Um, it, it's It puts in
0: perspective. Like, look at, Discipline outweighs motivation a lo- 100%. A lot of the time discipline carries the day and you're not giving 110% in there, but you're just, your discipline brings you when it brings you out and discipline carries the day when motivation slags. That is how winning is done. Okay. And it's the, it's the cheat code to life is to be disciplined. And then when you rely on motivation too much, that's where you 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 come and you go and your motivation's high and low and your training sessions falter, but it's the discipline that carries you through to your goals. Um, so that's what, what are I'm running on right now is that. discipline. Discipline, hundred percent running on discipline right now. Discipline is um, no, is bigger than motivation because I'll tell you what, motivation will come when it comes. When it gets closer to the day, when you're three weeks out, motivation will be high. But you can't do this motivation shit twelve weeks out, two months out. That's unrealistic.
1: Discipline. And that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about, about giving that 110%, that feeling where you're like, I'm about to go crush this. No, most days of going to the gym is like, yeah, there's a certain element where I'm like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm about to go in here and kill it. But for the most part, like, like for example, today, I did five sets of landmine presses, um, four plates, five sets. I worked up to five sets. Um, then I did, uh, you know, face pulls, I did close-grip push-ups. Have you ever done close-grip push-ups? Uh, no. reps? <laughs> I know. Not Bro, like a here and there, but not like a routine, no. I'm telling you, those made me rethink life. <laughs> you know? So well, you're the, 440 or, pounds, too. Man, 440 pounds. But to anybody, a close-grip push-up for 20 reps, five sets, I know it's just 100 push-ups, but let me tell you what, that is a challenge. And usually I do them broke up. Of like, like, uh, you know, 10 sets, you know, with short, like, piston push ups, and then I do like, uh, finish off with five full range push ups in one set. But these close grip push ups, I'm telling you, they rock my world. But yeah. anyway, landmine press, close grip push ups, face pulls, uh, dumbbell presses, uh, uh, cast presses. Let me tell you what, today was like I, I said earlier, was one of the hardest days that i've had and i did not want to i did not want to grind out this workout but i did anyway Mm -hmm. and i put forth the effort so this is the discipline that's carrying over right now because the motivation is definitely not there you know the motivation is not there i have to fight myself mentally to go to the gym and get my workouts done i'm just to that point uh because i've been doing this for so long Yes, i love it i love the process but I'm just in this weird season. But the way you worded and how you said that, that like, this is my last dance. Why am I not giving or even trying to get into that headspace to where I'm giving more than what I what I gave the day before? Like this is going to, I wrote it down. This is going to, this is going to rock it for the next, you know, three to four my months. Man. Like, I, I, my man, I, I'm I going to give, I'm going to write this on a dry erase board and have it right in front of, Right there by the TV, when I wake up in the morning, that's what I see. Uh, discipline outweighs motivation. 100%. Every time.
0: Listen, uh, David Goggins, who who does all those crazy marathon running and everyone's like, you know, he, he runs ultra marathons where he does like a marathon a day, every single day for weeks. People like he's so motivated. He's so motivated. He, David Goggins said, there are days where I wake up I stare at my fucking running shoes for a half hour straight. Cause I can't put them on to go out there and run. I just can't fucking, I'm not motivated. I stare at those fucking running shoes for a half hour straight. Be like, come on, don't be a bitch. Let's go. Let's go. And he's like, fuck. And he's like, I don't want to do this. I'm unmotivated. I'm on, un, I'm uninspired. And he goes, I just fucking, he goes, and people like, then how do you do it? He goes, I just fucking do it. No matter how I feel. That's discipline. It, cr- I do it. That no matter is how exactly
1: I feel. how I felt today, man. That's it. I did not want to go in and and do this routine today i'm just tired i've been speaking at schools um all i've seen week. that
0: hats so- off by the way i seen that hats off i love Oh,
1: it. i appreciate that but that's a that's a normal thing for me you know but that that wears on my body you know it's so not only schools i spoke at another event yesterday or the day before yesterday so where I'm, it's just non-stop going outside of training you know and um there's days I wake up and my feet are swollen or my hands are swollen. There's days I wake up and I can, I, I can barely bend my arms because my, my biceps are so tight, you know, um, or, or they're hurting so bad or my triceps are hurting so bad. So it just like, man, that, but those are the days where I'm like, is this worth it? And then mm. I force myself to do it, you know? So this is my last dance when it comes to, to, to bench press. I mean, you, you said it, um that's it i mean that's 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 where we're at this is the last dance in fact i probably need to go back and re-watch that look at the emotions that jordan is gone because once this season is over with once it's done it's done this Mm -hmm. part of my life of powerlifting is done not saying that i can't go on to do strongman because i do want to do strongman i just want to show the world and show myself that i'm stronger than I'm that little kid when I used to sit back and watch ESPN and watch those guys on there and think, man, I, I would never be able to well, I want to show myself that I can do those things, you know. So, but for bench press, what got me started, what's been the pillar, what's what what I believe that God has gave me gave me the gift that kept me grounded and out of trouble for these past nine years, um, it's coming to an end. You know, that race is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't want to look back and say, I left this off. I I left this on the table that I should have tried a little bit harder. I should have gave a little more effort. I should have put a little more time into this, you know? So man, it's just, man, thinking about it and talking, talking it through is just got so many different emotions and thoughts running through my head right now. Um, and, 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 and it's in a good way, in a good way that I need to capitalize on this opportunity because once this window is closed, this window is closed. That's
0: it, man. You know? You're not putting so, hundred pounds back on.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. You know, so um, I got to do it. I got to get the work. I got, I got to make this happen.
0: Dude, I'm glad we, dude. I love. First off, I'm glad we had this conversation because I'm motivated as fuck right now too. <laughs> oh, me too. Like, look, we just, just gassed each other up.
1: <laughs> like I can go do, I can go do another round right now.
0: I <laughs> think we totally just gassed each other up. Um, look, much appreciated. I know you got things to do tonight, so I don't want to, you know, rob you any more of your time. But um, for sure, number one, thank you for coming on, my man. It's been a few years. Love talking to you back then, love talking to you now. Um, I just want, like, I'm super proud of how far you've come. From the very first time I had you on, you haven't hit 700 pounds yet, to the second time you said you are gonna hit second 700. And like, to see where you've come and how you've developed and matured as an athlete and like everything you do in the community, I'm following, man. We haven't been yeah. as, as frequent in DMs, but I am paying attention. I'm watching YouTube, I see what you're doing, dude. And hats off to you, I'm proud, we're all proud. And um you've already made us all proud, dude. It's and, uh, man. And I appreciate you coming on having this conversation. And down the road, with uh, all is said and done, and we are done the last dance. Let's 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 have another podcast. Oh, we're
1: definitely gonna link up. That's we're it. gonna have this conversation. We'll, we'll have this conversation in about six months, and it's gonna be totally different. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate, man. So um, yeah, I is. can't wait. It's gonna happen. Uh and, and they're gonna make a movie called The Last Dance about powerlifting. how about that? <laughs> Oh
0: dude we're, we're I hope happen. so. I hope so. Talk to your videographer and, and tell him, look at this is it. Um uh, uh, it's
1: about- coming. It's coming. <laughs> we we've been working on it, so so uh, absolutely, listen, But I appreciate you. you and uh yeah, let's let's touch base. Soon.
0: Sounds good. My man. Do you want to shout out anybody
1: anything yous before I let you go or yeah, let's give a shout out to um Ghost. And ghost strong, let's go. Ghost strong equipment. Um, so for those of you, this is the best equipment in the market. Um, MHP. Those of you who need supplements and you're trying to get jacked, guys. Damn. MHP's been around for twenty plus years. You know we don't need to go with all these cheesy new supplements. Let's 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 go with MHP, a trusted supplement company that's been around for years. Uh, now on a serious note, um, yeah, give a shout out to MHP, Hustle Butter. Um, we Pellet, man, there's so many people I could give a shout out to. But ultimately, guys, if you are looking for uh, 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 a in bench press, go to regularstrength.com. I offer eight-week, 12-week programs, offer six-week approach program. And me and Josh are getting ready to release a new power-building program. So nice. for those of you who are lacking in your programming, regularstrength.com. Let's go.
0: There it is, my man. Um, I'm in your corner, as always, dude. We'll keep in touch.
1: All right, I'm just watching. It,
0: Good luck, my man. Talk Look. to you later.